back to Rice and Egg. Today, we continue our heartwarming conversation with Ernie Mulder in this part two, as we dive deeper into his food journey and family traditions. Ernie shares with us his experiences coming to America and how food has played a role in connecting with his new home. We also chat about a simple and memorable childhood go-to of bread, peanut butter, butter, and sambal. Wow, I'm getting hungry already. And the importance of families coming together through food, especially during tough times. Get ready for part two and the conclusion of another delicious and inspiring episode with Ernie Mulder. But I wanted to come back. Can we come back to something that you said, which is really interesting? Mm-hmm. And it was actually, I touched upon this topic with my last guest, mm-hmm. Julie. And mm-hmm. we talked because um, when we talked, it was during the holidays and things like that. Is there, so um, in the Dutch Indonesian culture and even just for your family's culture mm-hmm. and what you guys like to, to make, uh, what has been a traditional food thing? during the holidays that it's been kind of either passed down from your mom or your mm-hmm. family or, you know, your siblings and which you've carried over here when you, you came to the U S well, is there anything like that? Yeah. Uh, the yellow rice, uh, uh, that's one of the staples, uh, with, with the side dishes, uh, that complements this whole uh, rice table. Uh, as of today, I always, uh, ensure that I make sis kebab satay, mm. whether it's chicken or or, or uh, pork or beef. Uh-huh. Uh, that's always our favorites uh, because it's you can make so many different kinds of uh, satays, but uh, but it's always good to have. It's easy to make. It, well, it's uh, cumbersome because you have to buy the meat, you have to cut it in, in cubes, and then you have marinate to it, yeah, right? marinate it. Uh, you know, you can make it as strong as you want. You want to put more uh, uh, cumin in there, or or uh, or uh, garlic with ginger. Uh, there's a variety of uh, of uh, of recipes. Uh, but uh, for us, uh, where we come from, uh, satay is the number one with rice. If it's plain rice, satay with gado gado. Gado gado is uh, steamed uh, vegetables with a uh, a peanut sauce, mm, mm-hmm. and that's what we grew up with. Uh, that's one of my favorites too. It's a, it's a, you can make it uh, a fresh salad, and then with a spicy peanut uh, sauce, and then uh, for for me, uh, like I said, you get a bit, a little bit of uh, chicken. Uh, you can either uh, make it uh, like a an opor, which is uh, like adobo, mm-hmm. chicken adobo, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, and uh, of course, you have to have uh, the spicy sambal. And do you and, make your own? Uh, uh, yeah, I can make my own, but uh, uh, I, I don't want to smell up the the, <laughs> the the house. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I could make it my own. Uh, uh, but then uh, I make it too hot, where where you know uh, people won't enjoy it because they <laughs> they would be sweating and uh, drinking a lot of milk or water. But uh, yeah. Uh, I used to make my own uh, sambal, uh, not so uh, like my mom did, because what she did, she would buy the Spanish pe- pepper, and she would wash them, uh, boil them, and then uh, wait till they cooled off. 
it, uh, she did take, uh, de-seeded it mm-hmm. after that, and then she put that in a in a meat grinder, and mm. then she she got a block of uh, of uh, shrimp paste. Uh, that's the key key ingredient uh, of her sambal, and then she would just grind it, and then uh, uh, with all the spices that uh, she has and. She would boil, uh, cook it in a wajan, which is in a wok, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that it takes for hours till it's till the oils are just uh, floating on top of it, and that's when it's done. Mm. And then, but the worst thing is, it takes two days to defume the house from the, from the smell, <laughs> <laughs> because you would go to work to school and say, "What is your 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 smell?" Like oh, exactly, but. The fruit is that we will enjoy it for a month, oh, you know, wow. and all that, because she would have pots of uh, of that sambal, and that doesn't go bad because it, it, uh, we didn't have a refrigerator; it stays there for months. It doesn't oh, get bad at amazing. all. Yeah, we would, we would, uh, if it's worse, our emergency food would be uh, a slice of bread with butter, with peanut butter, and sambal. That was your rice and egg, basically. Yeah, that's one more rice and egg. Yeah. That was the one that ultimately, if there's no rice, for instance. So bread, that. can you say that again? Uh, br- uh, bread, uh, uh, a little bit of butter, uh-huh. and then uh, you put peanut b- butter on top of that, and then a, a layer of uh, sambal. That's, that's how, uh, yeah. And that's how we did it. I still do it to this day. Yeah. I get, oh, that's, uh, no, I don't want rice. It's a little bit too heavy. It's, what's the time? It's, it's eight quick. O'clock. That sounds nourishing, yeah. actually. Yeah, and then, uh, so I get a slice of bread, and then, my youngest one said, "Oh, that that's a good idea." So, you know, so does she like it? Does Trisha like it? Yeah, she like it, but that not too spicy. Yeah, yeah, but uh, she she likes. Uh, she actually uh, says, "I'd rather do uh, a neck with sambal than uh, with peanut butter." <laughs> you know, but uh, that's an interesting yeah, combination. Yeah, because uh, what 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 so enjoyable is when I wake up with uh, her and she's going to work. She said, "Oh, what are you going to have? Oh, rice and egg." I understand her. I understand her. You know, I said, oh, yeah, Dad, don't worry about uh, getting me some uh, sandwiches. I'll just eat this. And she makes it herself. I told you. This is how I got it. Yeah. Growing up, you know. This is interesting. We're we're getting into a a nice little segue into a topic which I wanted to also touch upon. Mm -hmm. So this is a multicultural home you you live in. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because you also have uh, my cousin who's Filipino, mm-hmm. right? As your wife, right? And so, how has that been as far as uh, you know, getting really intimate with the Filipino culture and the Filipino food? Um, because as as a family member, you know, growing up with you now as a part of our family, you fully adopted, you know, the recipes of the Filipino of key Filipino traditional foods. To the point where, for all of the listeners out there, Ernie is the master of Filipino barbecue. <laughs> I mean, he does that better than any of the Filipinos the restaurants that I've had. You know, so how has that been for you? Kind of connecting what you knew about food to uh, I Filipino knew, culture. The, the Filipino culture was actually exposed uh, when I was working. Uh, one of my colleagues would uh, bring uh, Filipino food to to work, and uh, will share lunchtime with us. I would bring my my Indonesian food, which is a lot spicier than his, 
and he ends up uh, exchanging. I would get his uh, Filipino food, and that's and, cool. Uh, and he would, uh, and then he would say, uh, "Make the same tomorrow, and I'll bring the same." No, I want something different. So, so <laughs> you guys placed orders, basically. Yes, uh-huh. And uh, till this day, I give uh, you know. Uh, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. But he would uh, ask me, "Hey, can you bring me this uh, the fish dish, which is a spicy uh, uh, white fish uh, uh, recipe?" And uh, nobody would touch it at work, but him. And then uh, he will bring his rice, and then he would sit in the corner and just eat, you know. And then uh, his name was Tony, and then uh, and he would be so happy. And, uh, and then he would bring uh, some adobo, and I said, okay, thank you, all that stuff. And then when I met uh, uh, your cousin Lisa, uh, you know, it, the transition or the assimilation was very easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandma and uh, grandpa, they, they welcomed me, me, and she made her favorite uh, uh, dishes for me. You know, she would say, oh, come here, eat. And her, uh, she would make adobo or or her specialty is the one uh, ground beef uh, wrapped in uh, foil. Embotido. Yeah, embotido. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, this is for you. And this would be, uh, Lisa would say, oh, what about me? No, no, this is for, <laughs> for Ernie to take home. So that uh-huh. was good. And then uh, when, uh, you know, when I started to cook and for, for Lisa, you know, it was a little bit spicy, but she, she likes that. And then I tweaked it around where, where it's a combination of, you know, Filipino uh, mm-hmm, uh, taste mm-hmm. and uh, Indonesian taste. Well, just like today, for instance, you know, uh, we made the uh, broccoli with tofu and then mm-hmm. uh, fried rice, the typical fried rice with egg. And then uh, we had a uh, chicken uh, uh, dish with uh, marinated in uh, soy sauce. Mm-hmm. and uh, so, Delicious. Yeah. So, so she likes that because she used to uh, cook as well when she didn't work. And then I uh, said, okay, since we are off each other's uh, schedule, I'm in the morning, she's at night. Off, uh, she's in the morning and I'm at night. I was able to do the cooking during the day when she was working. So, and that that's evolved. Uh, I don't mind cooking. Uh, you know, and she said, okay, it's, it's good for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I, I learned so much from, from, from your uh, family. You know, uh, the, the how to make adobo, especially your dad is a good cook as well. I love my dad's adobo. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, he's quiet, but he puts a mean dish on the mm-hmm. table, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, I grew up with a yeah. lot of his cooking, actually, because yeah. my mom worked. Yeah. And he was the one to, like yourself, he was the one that provided the food mm-hmm. and picked us up from school kind of earlier. Yeah. Uh, because my mom came home from work around 5, 530, which yes. was dinner time. So it was my, that was my dad, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, I can relate that, that, that. And, and, and what, what that makes me is I'm not alone. Yes. There's a lot of people that do the same thing as us, but I don't have the chance of, uh, Hey, uh, you know, where are people that are coming to me, you know, are doing the same thing. But, uh, once that uh, gets into the open, where, you know, the next thing you know, every household is pretty similar. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you are from that uh, country or this country or culture, and you go, hey, it, it's it's the food that makes the family. That's 100%. Oh, I see it. 
it, it, food is also uh, the uh, the essence of uh, of uh, of work where you can uh, uh, discuss things with with others uh, other people and then and, and make your work a more comfortable pleasant uh, place to be you don't want uh, something oh I'm gonna have my lunch here and I'm gonna have my lunch there no to do as uh, when you are at home sit around the table. And, uh, and enjoy each other's uh, company. That's it. But that, yeah. what you just said is really important because as we know today, well, even before, right? Uh, before COVID, lots of potlucks happened, Yes, right? This is how we shared our cultures in the office where it's like, oh, can you bring your dishes, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That so much isn't the case anymore. Right. And we're at home. Uh-huh. But I think what you just said is really important in that it, it's it's something to be mindful of when you're with your family, where really your families are coworkers now right. in your office yes, at yeah. home, mm-hmm. to bring, to still, if you can, bring them together mm-hmm. in a in a meal setting to eat together, right? To retain that kind of connection, community, mm-hmm. despite the fact that you won't be, you're not necessarily in an office at a potluck, or you know, right? Or having your coworkers come over to your house at lunch, it's not that easy anymore. So that's. That's oh, super you, you interesting. Make, yeah, it is interesting because where I used to work for, we had uh, our Christmas parties and all that stuff. Uh, and it, it was not an exchange of uh, gifts, but it was an mm. exchange of food. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have, like you say, uh, potluck. And, uh, the, uh, you know, unfortunately, the main uh, barbecue was me and my other colleague. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You know, <laughs> and uh, we would start already early in the morning. You can have, a, you know, 55 gallon, uh, gallon barrels where we cut them in half and uh, it was full of charcoal. And then th- this is what we do chicken, uh, uh, hot links, uh, oh, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. the good stuff. And uh, and that was always Ernie, what is for Christmas on the menu? Oh, well, well let's have a meeting, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's plan the yeah, menu. Right. And then, you know, that this is this is where I first tasted chitlings. Made by uh-huh. my friend Frankie. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember Frankie, who was in my a wedding, and uh, he said, "Oh, Ernie, you, you like this?" And I go, "What is it?" Not many people would like eat chitlings, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, I ate it and said, "Oh, you like it? Yeah, make some more." You know, he made them. Yeah, he made it oh, that's himself. Awesome. Yeah, that's it's, great. It's, I, 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 I understand. It's, a, it's a, a long process cleaning the the stuff and all that stuff, and then cooking. And then, but he was so fond of my f- cooking that I said, "You can't sleep here. You can't live here. I go home now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we had a good time uh, during Christmas, especially at work. Just another family, like you said, uh, because that's important. You you, you want to work where you you are respected. Uh, you are uh, uh, at least uh, wanted. Uh, and uh, and uh, the desire of doing the common good for the company, you know, it's not so, something like oh, I work here because I don't have to do anything. No, you work here because you want to work here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the company didn't ask you, oh, you, you need to work for me. No, you you applied, so you have to do your your fifty percent worth of obligation. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that's how we. That was my motto, you know. To, you, you, nobody got a free ride here. You you chose to work here. Now produce, mm-hmm. you know, and everything else will come. Uh, 
you know, if if you you want to steal from the company, it only makes worse for the whole group. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want you don't want to come to work, then you you have other people work do your work. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a, it's a, if you're sick, of course it's understandable. But if you p- try to play hooky, you know, because you're too lazy to come to work, no, that doesn't work. You know, and you don't uh, belittle your your coworkers uh, and also for that. And then that's why you know uh, at, uh, during uh, Christmas uh, we we started to buy tamales, for instance. Mm-hmm. Tamales, you know. I love tamales. Yeah, and then uh, we we would go to this uh, uh, near in, in, in the city, this uh, Mexican place, and buy them. And then everybody we call everybody. What's going on? Oh, we bought some tamales. Mm-hmm. We share with you. Mm-hmm. And then everybody started uh, to to talk to one another. And then this is when I announced that I'm gonna retire. So and then that's when I felt, yeah. This is a good time to tell that I'm going to retire mm-hmm. during the food session. I see. Yeah, during uh-huh. the food session, and then say, "Oh, spirits are lifted. Yeah. People yes. are connected." Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, all these years we we had a lechon. You know, we had mm-hmm. a big pig, baby pig, a roasted pig uh, for for dinner and all that stuff with all kinds of stuff. And then, and uh, the day people would say, "How come you you get away with it?" Because they don't want me to stop cooking. <laughs> they <laughs> so want they, more of it uh, yeah, every time. Because yeah, you know? when I had Sunday uh, service, I was work, at work, uh, working Sundays, uh, my, my staff and I would cook for the, for the, for all the people that work Sundays. Even the fire people uh, would come over and say, Hey, what are you guys cooking for today? You know, so, oh, you, you want some, you go help yourself. And then, uh, awesome. yeah, he would bring rice and uh, some ingredients. I said, "Oh, what do you want? Oh, yeah, fried rice, or And then I have this uh, hot, hot stove, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I'll make it fresh, you know. Oh my gosh! And then it's, it smells through the whole garage. But uh, it, it was nice. I was blessed that uh, I was able to do that for them. You know, when well, the community, like you said, it's yeah. just it it runs through you. Mm-hmm. Food. That's been the running theme here. Is yeah. f- food is community. Food is connection. It, food runs through generations yeah. and mm-hmm. it really is the bond Yeah, it, it, no it matter is. where you come from. Yeah, yeah it is. And uh, uh, what, what, what it will do is uh, you get uh, ideas exchanged, feelings exchanged that, Oh, you know, it, it puts uh, doubt uh, uh, away from, uh, you know, once a person doesn't understand a culture, and all of a sudden, oh, it is pretty much the same as where I come from. You it's know? a different language, yeah, right? Different, different it language. breaks down through mm-hmm. all those assumptions and people's. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. You, you cannot say like, oh, I hate this group, but you eat their food. You can't say that's that. That's interesting, that's, right? That's hypocrite, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we, we say. How can you say you don't like a, a barbecue of this person, but you like his barbecue? Right. That don't make sense. Right. Right. That don't don't eat anything what he makes. Right. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they, uh, they they were asking us make hot links, and they say, "Why you want hot links? Because this is part of our stables, you know, and all that stuff." So we made it right, and then the people that you know never tasted one before, oh, this is different than hot dogs. Mm-hmm. It's better than hot mm-hmm. dogs. 
Now, now what they do? They order hot legs. You get the light bulb. Yeah, the light bulb. So, uh, for for me, they, they uh, you know, because I uh, they they say I'm Dutch, right? A good example is that uh, I, I play soccer for uh, for the college, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, El Camino College. Uh, it was in the begin station that the, the the college was developing a a, a program. So here, a bunch of foreign students were playing the 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 the, the game. And then uh, uh, the coach says, oh, where are you from? I said, oh, from Holland. Oh, hi, Dutch. So my nickname became Dutch, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But yet I don't look Dutch. Mm-hmm. Here's a Dutch boy. <laughs> he is typical Dutch. He said, hey, I'm Dutch. I said, no, he's Dutch. <laughs> You're John, <laughs> you know. Okay. And then uh, that, that he, I felt sorry for him and all that stuff. And we talk and so forth. Well, uh, I, I can't help it. That's what they call me, right? Mm-hmm. And so forth. And then we had to explain to the the, the coach what that means. And all, oh, okay, I understand that now. Why you're you're thinking that way? And uh, but uh, we we are good friends and all that stuff. We graduated and then uh, went our own ways. Uh, but uh, that 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 shows me that uh, people need to be educated. You know, tell mm-hmm. it in a friendly way, mm-hmm. not like a, you know I'm putting you down. Because I'm a better person than you, mm-hmm. because where I come from, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, I strongly believe uh, that uh, that uh, salad bowl is here to stay in the United States, and it, be- it will become more, more and more delicious. I love that. Yeah, more and more delicious. I love the there, way you there's put that. More, it's not just lettuce and onions and croutons. It's going to be more. Mm-hmm more and more mm-hmm. and uh, you know and that's why i see in the restaurant world you see everything open because people want to share mm-hmm. you know i want to share and uh and that's that's a good thing you know that's a good thing you have choices now mm-hmm. uh you know uh it's good to cook at home but sometimes it's also good to treat your family yeah. out you know and enjoy somebody else's cooking right and someone else's culture because yeah. i think mm-hmm. that's how that's also how you get exposed to other cultures yes. too, as you uh-huh. eat out, uh-huh. right? It's not always yeah. at home. Um, wanted to ask you, so for, you know, there's not a lot of people that have the the privilege to be able to cook at home or have the time to, or even go out on a mm-hmm. daily basis, weekly basis or whatever to do those treats, especially here in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how, what advice would you have? So like how how do you think families could be able to still make it in in the food you know be able to nourish themselves because every family's different obviously right you know mm-hmm. what do you think about that you know we have we have grown uh in this society what i see from uh, from 30 years ago and now we we are so fastly grown apart and there's no uh uh, thing of okay, let's go to mom, let's go to uh, to the uh, my brothers, and let's have food there because we are, you know, in different states, we are at different times, uh, different uh, needs during the day, work wise, and so forth. Uh, as a person, that I, uh, my advice would be: don't forget where you come from. When you can apply what your mom put on the table, 
even though you cannot emulate it 100%, but at least try mm-hmm. and think, hey, this is what I grew up with. This is what I made of. You know, mm-hmm. uh, whether uh, you 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 don't have the time, find a place that that will uh, bring back to the point where you grew up. So if you you're an Asian, you cannot cook and all that stuff. Go to the mob and pop store. You know, get uh, get their favorite dish that is similar to what you grew up with, or go to your family if you can, uh, and 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 bond. Uh, uh, for me, is is that I try to 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 get all the ingredients from from different stores, you know, mm-hmm. and say, okay, hey, this is they, yeah, they call it different, but it's the same ingredient that I need to use. And then when you contact that person, they ask you, "Oh, where are you from?" You say, "Oh, from oh yeah, 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 yeah." You guys use this, and we use this, but it's a different name because I have this sheet with all the uh, the 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 what you call it the the the, the ingredients uh, uh, with different languages that oh, describes okay. yes. Uh, so I I point out okay this is coriander oh yeah coriander yeah, we have this we have uh, lemongrass and uh, we go from there because I go to this Indian uh, um, uh, spice uh, store mm-hmm. and then oh yeah we have this we have this so that's that's something that is common, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they tell you, "Oh, you like curry? Oh, this is the better curry stuff." Mm-hmm. So rather than go to the grocery stores and then get it in the package, you get it fresh because they 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 grind it there mm-hmm. and process it there, and then mm-hmm. it's all fresh, you know. And then you buy it a quarter ounce or a two ounces, three ounces, whatever you need. Uh, but. Uh, Going back uh, to your question is, is uh, I go back uh, and then, like I said, uh, stress, hey, this is what my mom would do when there's nothing to eat or uh, what can I do for for my child or for Mm -hmm. myself? Mm -hmm. And then then I said, okay, rice and egg. This is rice and egg, rice and egg. And and there are so many possibilities how to prepare your egg. You know, it's not just uh, okay. Uh, fry it. You, if you want a little bit innovative, you you can uh, boil it, make it a, a salad or whatever. Or, and that's that's one of the things that my parents said. Okay, you boil it, you slice it, put it on a on a slice of bread with mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your 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 go to uh, food. Uh, you can make it uh, like an omelet. You know, and that's it because we just went to. Um, Denny's the other day. First thing I, I do is get an omelet mm-hmm. because I can relate to that, mm-hmm. you know. So don't be afraid, uh, uh, you know, to 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 embrace that. Uh, yes, for other people's heart when they cannot cook or, or all that stuff, it's it's just that uh, uh, when I I don't have that kind of. Uh, I never had that kind of situation because there's always someone uh, in the neighborhood that will help you. Mm. So, so I cannot say, oh, here, yes, there's a lot of uh, differences between poor and, 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 and rich here in the United States, mm-hmm. but uh, we need to help those less fortunate. 
and and that's okay. the, the, that's what you need to do uh, uh, if you can uh, you know uh, when you see somebody uh, that needs food buy him a, a plate you know say okay this is what I can do for you you know because that's what my motto is I don't give them the money I don't know mm-hmm. if you're really hungry then I'll buy you the food then I know you will eat it but if you ask me for money uh, you may use it for something else mm-hmm. and I don't want that mm-hmm. because I don't want to enable you anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to start thinking you know because uh, everybody in, in 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 life has a choice you know it's it's not yeah you ha- you are giving the right to live you know but it's still your obligation to do what you need to do for yourself you know yes sometimes you you fall in hard times you need a little help that's fine but don't uh don't think that this is for life that mm-hmm. somebody needs to help me mm-hmm because if I uh, do the same thing, my dad would say, get out of the house, you know, go on your own. I don't need a loafer. I don't want mm-hmm. somebody that, that uh, lives off me. He said, uh, uh, our, my dad's motto was, once I give you the education, you, you reach your education, and then you decide to leave the house, that's when I cut my umbilical cord. And you're on. Mm-hmm. If you yes, in life you may need some help, but there are institutions that can help you. I'm not a bank, I'm not a doctor, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why those institutions are there for. Mm-hmm. And if it's your fault that you cannot get a loan, right? Don't come crying to me. That's okay. That and that's how how my brothers and my sisters are. Mm-hmm. You are you have to be self sufficient, mm-hmm. whether it's a a small job or a big job. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, if you're married, make sure you always have food on the table. That's your number priority, you know, and a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you cannot do that, right, then you have no business to get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what they told us. I said, oh, gosh, what are they telling us? You know, now that I'm a father of two daughters, you know, uh, that's, uh, I, I think I, I uh, adhere to my dad's uh uh, directions, mm-hmm. advice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, food is, uh, is is your fuel, is your your gasoline. One hundred percent agree. Yeah, yeah. and um, what you said about being self sufficient, I agree with because I, you know, there's in everyone is the capacity and agency to lift themselves up. Mm-hmm. And it might not be considered a choice to a lot of people because mm-hmm. they may, you know, they may consider their circumstance a main factor to where they are, mm-hmm. which is fine. But I, and I think it's, there are ways to tap into that spirit uh, because not everything like the, the social issue, the, like the issues of the world necessarily have to be this way and i think conversations like this help mm-hmm. sharing these types of perspectives reaching out and and not to your point enabling right you know doing the short-term solution kind of thing and band-aids but really you know perhaps taking your friend and and bringing them over and teaching yeah. them how to mm-hmm. cook or something mm-hmm. like that 
right? It's not only just giving them the food and they're enjoying oh, it, yeah, but it's right. also like, hey, so yeah. how about we try this together? Mm-hmm. You know, or how about we try this short recipe? Yeah. You know, so it's just small things like that. Yeah. And the more and more I think we do that, um, the more I think people will start to think, well, you know what? I can actually do this. Right. And start having this more positive outlook. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think so, because I agree with you. Um, outlook has to be bright and beautiful and clear. Uh, you, you cannot be uh, having an outlook that is somber, right? Uh, you, all the time. All the time, yes. Because it's natural to feel somber right, sometimes. Yeah. But oh, like, yes. Uh, having that be a prolonged... Uh, yeah, uh, but most of the time, you don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I came here in the U.S. and all that stuff, I said, like I said, I was thought fabulous, everything. You know, the movies show you these kind of beautiful things. And then my first initial thing is just like Amsterdam. Oh, you really? Know? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, it, it was... It, the only thing that uh, I was out with that the young people can drive cars at 15, 16 uh, years uh-huh, old. Uh-huh. There you have to be 18. And, you know, so in that aspect, I go, oh, that's the only thing different. But, uh, you know, I look around and said, oh, this is just the same as where I come from, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, but the only thing that I was so flabbergasted was how cheap it was to live here. 25 cents for, uh, of, yeah, it was 20. Oh, at the time. Yeah, yeah. At the time sure. when I came here, you know, I said, oh, groceries for $20, your whole trunk was full of uh, uh, groceries. Uh, you know, and I said, now $200 is nothing, you know. But uh, uh, yes, I, I, I feel uh, compelled to say that, that, with food and and, and, and uh, a good comfort, you, you can show that anybody can have that as well as long are they open to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, yes. yeah, uh, yeah. I came from uh, you know year. I was eighteen when I came here. I said, okay, how can I sustain myself? Of course, to work, get a good job, and so forth and so forth. Uh, but don't feel. Uh, that you uh, are better than others in the sense of because I have food. Right. You know, uh, food is here to share. Uh, and that's how my mom was. Don't, don't, don't look at him, uh, judge him. If, he wants, if your friends want to eat, give him food. Mm-hmm. You know, vice versa. If, you, if, you, if the parents offer you food, don't say, oh, no, 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 I don't want, no. You, you say, okay, thank you. You know, uh, that way you 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 respect one another's uh, feelings, uh, your upbringing, uh, and, and next thing you know, it spreads out. You 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 take it with you. You know, oh yeah, I have a friend who who, who shared food with me. You know, mm-hmm. now I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just a one way street, and uh, that's what I see nowadays when you go see people. Uh, 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 sharing their their different cultures, uh, food, going to their restaurants, for instance, or intermarriage and all that stuff. I see that a lot now. And it's just unfortunately that we have some uh, ugly sights on the streets, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 
and then that needs to be addressed, of course. Uh, and food alone cannot help that either. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> but at at least you know uh, uh, if if food there uh, for them, there's hope. You know, I always hope uh, you know food will give people hope uh, so, uh, that uh, they someday will prosper or, or get uh, their dreams fulfilled. And I've seen that happen. That that people turn around and then and, and be successful, and so I don't know. But you have to be willing to do it. That's it. That's the key. I think willing that's to it. do yeah. it. You know, you, just like a rice and egg. If you are willing to accept that that's your go-to food, you'll be okay. You know, because you can always add something to it. You know, and. Uh, uh, as long you you say, oh no, once because I believe once you turn it down, and you think there's better stuff, guess what? Karma is you come and come back to so to it's f- even from a food right. Yeah, you go back. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't matter for for us whether you eat at an expensive restaurant or a, or, or or a mom pops restaurant. I'll bet you I still will order rice and egg. <laughs> You know, Cheers. yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, no matter where you know, from my experience, no matter where I go to, uh, we always end up rice and eggs. Rice and eggs. And that's it. I say no. I agree. And this, right. this, this is the premise of of it too. In my relationship right. with food, that's how it all started. Mm-hmm. Because even from there, it that's the basic foundation of food for me. Because it was, um, it spoke to the working family in that environment. It mm-hmm. spoke to uh, kind of the foundations of where then I jumped, I personally jumped off with food, you know, and said, oh, well, there's this and I can do this to your point of like, oh, you can mm-hmm. prepare either a fried egg or a scrambled egg or something mm-hmm. like that. And then it clicked in me long ago, I think, um, to then branch off on that and, mm-hmm. and just get different and get diverse in the way and, and in the way I cook and, and what I cook and try different things. And then it just snowballs from there. But I think to your point, like it, it all came back to rice and egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because And it the, still does. And, yeah. it, and that's the thing that, were, that keeps me reminded of that kind of that part of my roots, mm-hmm. which now I give to Sasha. Mm-hmm. And she she asked for it too, yeah, actually yeah. now, which is incredible, right? Yeah. And your kids probably asked. Yeah, they that do. So, um, no, I I, I think your your uh, your idea of rice and eggs are, are right on the point where where uh, people uh, will think and say, yes, that's my comfort zone, and that's the best thing of of food. You don't want to eat food that uh, that makes you miserable, you know. Uh, in a I'm sense. trying to think, what is that? What well, is the food you know, that makes people miserable? Hmm. In a sense of what I'm saying, uh, I don't like this. I don't like seafood. I don't like oh, this. Uh-huh. Uh, being a little bit more uh, limited, let's put it that way. Limited rather than, okay, like you said, you have rice and egg and you can expand it. You know, But if you start saying, oh, I can't eat this, I, I don't like this or don't like that, then then you limit yourself. You mm-hmm. know, uh, It's not like... Uh, uh, that uh, rice and egg is our, um, uh, what you call it, um, 
uh, uh, lobster, so to speak. But, uh, you know, people will say, oh, lobster, oh, wow, mm-hmm. wow. But for me, uh, rice neck is the same wow I as know. lobster. I was just about you know? to say, when yeah. you were just saying that, that's an interesting way yeah. of putting that. Because so. once you, you know, when you have that craving, and I'm not sure if you have the same, I crave rice and egg sometimes, uh-huh. you know? And I'm like, oh, I want rice and egg, and I'll make it. And to your point, the emotions that that brings, uh-huh. eating, just making the right and cook and smelling uh-huh. it or whatever, and then putting and just devouring that uh-huh. brings similar emotions to when you're eating like a fancy lobster. Right. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. It's I, incredible. Yeah. Oh, it is. Because uh, how often uh, is it that uh, I come home or, or, or uh, when I was younger or now, I said, oh, there's still rice a little bit, you know? I said, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll make a, get an egg, is there an egg, and then a squash, you know, break it and then make the fried rice and then have some sambal or, or similar to that, either whether it's a hot sauce or whatever, you know, but you eat it and you have a biggest smile on your face, you know. I I have lobster in in the refrigerator. I won't touch That's it. That's right. I will eat, I will eat that, yes. Uh-huh. Same. And um, although, uh, you know, if you give me a lobster, I will eat it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, but, I totally uh, get it. Yeah. Totally get that. But uh, it, it's it's uh, how how would I say that? Uh, like um, like my mom says to me, I said the reason why you you have to have rice is don't finish your rice when you have cooked rice. Leave something in in the pot in the rice steamer. And then and I said, okay, mom, I remember you say that because for for, for her uh, culture was that leave rice for the good ghosts of the house so that, that those ghosts don't go empty with an empty belly to, to sleep and guard over the house. Mm. And that's how, how, how we were. We said, okay, even though there was a, a spoonful of rice, you want to eat it, but then you you go and said what what you remember what your mom says. No, leave it there, and then if it's still there tomorrow, then I'll eat it. Mm. And, what uh, a lesson of well, that's that speaks to all sorts of lessons and reminders. So, Balance, yeah. mm-hmm. temperance, not getting too greedy, that sort of thing. Yeah, one respect right for others that aren't mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and that whole concept, I guess, is. Oh, that, that concept uh, is still with us uh, because we don't know what will bring the next day. You have tomorrow, mm-hmm. you have today, but not tomorrow. And then you you have to share that little bit of rice with everyone. You always that, have to yeah, share, right? Yeah, and uh, and that doesn't mean you have to finish everything. Mm-hmm. To keep mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and that's when when uh, so, that's also for the unexpected uh, visitors that you may get. Oh, I have rice mm-hmm. here. I guess mm-hmm. here. And that's what the, what the, uh, the 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 lesson is: is for someone unexpectedly, you have something to provide. And that's it. That's why we always Lisa was why you have le- leftover rice. Oh, just leave it there uh, for the next day. So don't finish it. And then, uh, then uh, if we do finish the the rice, for uh, we said okay, we'll make some more rice for the next day. So, for the rice and egg, yeah, <laughs> for the next rice, yeah, yeah, you know, but right. yeah, so so there's always food in the in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and it's only for for goodwill, is because we, we we tend to eat everything the same day, 
and mm-hmm. not and not not leaving anything for the next mm-hmm. day. So <clears throat> when when you say, "Oh, mom, I'm hungry," at, uh, at midnight, or uh, "Oh yeah, there you go," see, we see. There's always something. something. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, uh, uh, you know, uh, like uh, when I go to your house, there's always food. You know, and uh, uh, you go to grandma's house, there's always food. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and that's how it is. I go to my friend's house, uh, there's food. You know, we, we were invited the other day for tamales mm-hmm. with ro- Spanish rice. Mm-hmm. Oh, delicious. Mm-hmm. Brings back memories. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, then they, the, the, the conversation is, oh, remember when we used to work together, how we shared the food uh-huh. and all that stuff. And then you end up, rice is one of the ingredients of your friendship. Rice really is yeah, a love yeah. language. It really is. It Across is. all cultures. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. Well, I think we can talk forever. Oh, yeah, yeah, we could. There's, there's so many uh, uh, aspects of it that, you know, uh, I may f- you know, forget or comes back and all that uh-huh. stuff. Uh, I I could sit with you like you know, the other day at your house and, and just talk and talk. About I know. When you said that, uh, you had that idea of podcasting, I said, oh, that's a good thing, you know, because everybody can relate to Rise and X. You know, it's it's not a food that you have to be ashamed of. Uh, you know, this is something that, uh, hey, this is uh, where I grew up with, and I can't forget. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then and the most appreciative is that, uh, you know, that hey, I go to a restaurant, I know that I can eat rice or I can eat an egg dish. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, you know, yes, I, I want to be treated. Then go go have mm-hmm. rice at the restaurant and mm-hmm. all that stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. So that's just like a, excuse me, when we go to to a restaurant, I said, "Hey, this this looks like mom's cooking," but that's not per se the same taste. No, never. All right, never. But you have that uh, uh, memory of, hey, yep. You know, this is what my mom did for that us. That happens quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, and and that that's a good thing, and uh, and sharing uh, you know your stories, uh, food stories with you and uh, with the family is always a good thing. You know, we 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 would say, oh, come on, let's eat, or then we'll eat. You know, and mm-hmm. then we'll go back. I said, oh, when we go home, before we go home, hey, let's eat again. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's right. Yeah, and that's how. That's right. And how then you we bring it home. <clears throat> bring it home. So. Yeah, well, uh, I'm looking forward to more of your uh, your your listeners. Your your uh, uh, you know, if we, we need to do a part two, I'm. We'll oh, we have already. Th- yeah. This is already make the makings of two parts. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. I think, um, well, first of all, I want to thank you so much. Oh, you for this time, and for again welcoming me and us to your home it, with food. Always, we started off with yeah. food. We'll end it with food. I'm sure after this. Uh, and toast. I think we definitely need to toast after this. Yes. After this. And I think I've, I've learned so much from you. Mm-hmm. And I think the listeners will learn so much from your story. Uh, so rice and egg to rice and egg. I think we should toast to that. Yes, we will. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you. And uh, we'll hear from you. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Thanks. Leslie.
that's a wrap for this episode with Ernie Mulder. It's been such a treat getting to know him a little bit more and hearing his amazing stories that I've never even heard before. His take on food being like fuel for the soul and how we all bring our unique flavors to the table like a salad is just so well said. I just love that so much. Big thanks, Ernie, for taking the time to chat with me and sharing your insights and your wisdom and all of the little stories that really were big stories for me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Thank you, Ernie, again for such a rich and meaningful conversation. We hope you, our listeners, have enjoyed this episode as much as we have. As always, please follow us and share on Instagram by visiting our page at Rice and Egg Official. You'll find Ernie's recipe for his yummy and quick bread, peanut butter, and sambal. So you have to give it a try. And please let me know what you think about this episode and the recipe. So until next time, keep on cooking with love. And don't forget, we are all a part of a delicious, fresh dish. Thanks for tuning in to Rice and Egg. Have a great one.